0: Okay, so this is uh, defending our worldview, lesson four, and we are going to try to spar a bit and see if we can uh, get some some good discussion going. So, in order to tee this up and help help out those who are By nature, non-confrontational. Introverts. Introverts, good, yeah. Um, With the bright blue shirt on. Um, And to help those who have not studied the points on the opposing side. We'll do a quick review and take about five minutes doing that. Um, So let's start with... uh, Feminism. What are what are some of the things that feminists say that we hear on the campus and in the uh, in the media today? Top of your head, just real quick. Equality. Equality. I want equality. Oh, look what the cat drug in. We're we're practicing so that we can understand points. So, come, just come and come sit. Yeah. So, equality. Feminists want equality. Something else?
1: Anything you've heard on the radio, TV? They Our believe TV? that there is systemic discrimination against them.
0: Discrimination against women over men. Good?
1: But across society. Not like there are people who do discriminate, but the society itself is right. structured. It's, it's
0: built that way. The, the whole patriarchal deal of, hey, it's stacked against us. We've got no chance. Okay? What else? Independence. Independence. Help me with that.
2: Not being portrayed as the weaker of the two genders. You know, um, this point was brought up.
0: Or the other way around. Or the other way around. Okay. That... uh, that they're the weaker sex, they need help, they're simply insufficient without men, something along those lines, yeah? Yeah. Anything on feminism? What are you hearing in the the media? The water cooler, uh, as they say. That they
3: want to be seen as brilliant and capable, not just... Oh, stay behind the scenes.
0: Got it. Okay. I I think that one's important. Um, Just as an aside, have you met a brilliant woman? Yes. Me too. Um, Did you have any trouble recognizing that she was brilliant? No. Did the fact that she was brilliant make you just, like, stop and want to smell roses or some kind of uh, fresh herbal ointment? Um, because you were around something so odd that you wanted to take pictures with your iPhone? It made me want to marry her. Nice. (laughs) How about that?
1: And I did. Yeah, Yeah, I did. But I think to your point, uh, brilliant women are actually far more common than feminists apparently think we think.
0: If you're a student of history, you can name virtually any scientific field any legal field and find just about as many women as men have contributed and, well, gosh, how many justices are on the Supreme Court? Are there any women? Shocker, there are. In fact, there's a fairly good number of them. So,
1: And part of the thing, too, that we have to keep in mind is... um, we talked before, feminists tend to want to fight historical battle today. This is not to say that there was not discrimination or whatever else in the past. I think there probably was, especially in certain cultures. In fact, there still is some in certain cultures. But in America today, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find it being systemic. It may, it may occur occasionally, coincidentally. There may be some people who do do that. But I just think, to your point... I mean, look at just about every single position in a a country and there are people there who are women.
0: Sure. And not to steal some thunder from anybody who's going to be arguing here tonight, but uh, it really doesn't matter what history was. The fact that the first people to vote, the only people who were given the opportunity to vote in this country were property holders. Because they had a stake in what happened. And if you're on the dole, or you don't even have a job, why would you have any say in what our country's going to do? I have to honestly say, it may not go over well, but I think there's some merit there. However, I think if we we take a look at our history, originally it was property owners, and then we we decided to make a good change and allow all citizens, race, color, creed, the whole deal, um, to vote, and then women to vote, not just men, but women as well. And if there's discrimination today, male against women, male against female, or in equal pay, unequal pay, unequal pay, unequal pay. All of those are against federal law. I don't know what more you can do. (laughs) It's like there's 23,000, well, that was yesterday. It's probably 24,000 firearm laws on the books. Federal firearm laws. So if you'd like to make it harder for responsibly armed Americans to do stuff, I'm not sure that the laws are what we need. curb crime because we've got a lot of laws all right well that was a a fairly fairly good intro there so it's interesting to think about to your point only being able
3: to vote if you owned property that almost seems like today like a more palatable form of discrimination than discriminating based on gender sure you know like because I mean theoretically if you were a woman and you owned property that would be fine. But Absolutely. then, like, because we wanted, oh, no, we wanted open to more people. Well, now it's like, yeah, but what about them? And what about them? And what about, and so it's just kind of a slippery slope. But had we actually just kept it that way, it would be, it's just interesting to think that, like, oh, well, you want to vote, own property. Like, you, you know what to do now, right? As opposed to, like, you want to vote, change your gender? Like, you know, if, if that was the law in that case, right? You can't, you have nothing to do with that. And so, right. I could see how that would be more of a problem. Yeah. Or, or your skin color. Right. right. Exactly. Like that That is oh, more of a problem.
0: Your skin's not white enough, therefore you can't vote. Right. Is your point? Yeah. That right. just makes no sense. But if you've got skin in the game, it seems to make more sense to me. Hmm. All right. So, uh, we're going to... Are you going to wake up? Are you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So... Um, You have a choice. So do you. You're the youngest here. So, you can choose to serve or receive. Do you want to be on the receiving end or do you want to be on the serving end? Do you want to represent some of these views on feminism, patriarchy, sexual rights, transgenderism, and so forth? Or would you prefer to be... Defending these conservative values. Your choice.
4: I think the question is, which would benefit more? Because you, on one side, you have the experience, and you have the the, the older men have the experience of being able to come with a point, more points, more ideas on the subject than one of us. -hmm. If you're defending, you also have more knowledge on how to defend
0: you. Good. I think you're exactly right. It's a wise response. You still have to choose, though. So, um, deal with it. So, I'm, I'm thinking that men who are steeped in the Scriptures and have had more time in the Scriptures, that doesn't mean you're brighter. It doesn't mean that you're better. It just means that you're older. And if you've used your time wisely, <laughs> you may know more Scripture than these two schmoes. On the other hand... Being out in the public square, young, virile, and so forth, they may have heard some more recent comments than you guys have since you live in glass houses and towers and whatnot. So so we're going to... White towers. I beg your pardon? White towers. White towers, that's right. White towers, yes.
4: Um, Actually, green towers because the econ...
0: uh, Yeah, it's a green eco deal. That's good, that's good. (laughs) All right, so you guys are going to start by providing the feminine perspective here and you two are going to start to respond with some more biblical worldview responses I on the other hand I'm going to sit here and laugh at all, both sides um, so um, and I'll, I'll help whichever side needs uh, assistance so I'm gonna uh, I'm going to ask that these two, Work in tandem with you two, so it's not you're the guy stuck on the on the thing, you know, and the whole thing rests on you, and yeah, we'll all end up in hell because of that. Can um, we phone a friend? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so you got the friends in right next to you. So um, Joshua and I will jump in on whichever side needs some assistance. So raise it, raise a, raise a point, gents.
4: Why are you two qualified to answer my question? You're both men, aren't you biased?
0: No, that's actually nothing to do with uh, the whole feminine argument, but she's got a point. I mean, he's got a point.
3: (laughs) No, not necessarily. We simply have the experience of living as a man in today's world and therefore can shed light on some potential questions you may have from a biblical perspective.
5: And I would also count, counter that with saying we would have daughters and wives who we live with and share the life experience. And so we have just as equal insight, maybe not equal, but a good bit of insight into these matters ourselves. Hmm.
2: But as a man, would you say that you have gone through all the... Um, Angst. Challenges?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, all the challenges that 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 we this is
5: really difficult that we go through no but that doesn't mean we don't sympathize and that we can't try and understand and work through it
3: ma'am the problem today with men (laughs) is that they they do not express how much they actually value women as much as they should but that's not to say that they don't In fact, that is maybe one of the problems and points of confusion that we may have is that what's going on in our heads may not be coming out as often as it should. And the thing that I can tell you is coming, is going through a lot of our heads is, wow, we are so grateful for women and the amazing amount of challenges that they have overcome, the strength with which they do it.
0: You know, that sounds really cool. Um, But would you not agree that in many cases, In the Old Testament, women are treated like and referred to as property of men. Can you give me an example? Sure. So, uh, acquired a wife. (laughs) The Israelites, bring that one up in a sec, The, uh, the Israelites go to war. And uh, they wipe out all these people, and they're not allowed to keep any male alive. And they get to take the women as property. They own the women. And it's described, you know, if it turns out, you you know, after a while you don't like her, you know, you can let her go, but there it is,
3: property. So you're saying it's better to be slaughtered than to be married
0: to a wealthy Jew? (laughs) That's clever. I think you're, uh, you're putting in a question that's really not well, where Just coming in, from. So in you're, this case, you're, 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 saying, you're, 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 you're saying that the choice is between being killed or not being killed, and I'm saying that your Bible says that you can't kill the women because they're just like the sheep and the goats. This is booty to be taken. This is property to be had. This is wealth to be gained. That
3: is an interesting choice of words because what I was going to point out is a similarity between the things that are kept is the thing that the Bible describes as being valuable. So in this case, you're actually describing an opportunity where the scripture is pointing out the value of of women. Now, we disagree. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> we disagree with the method here, and clearly when we even see this with our own laws in our country that when we are at war, there are different laws that are applying. Not to say that they would apply right now with us, but if we look and see what was actually taking place at that point, there was a high value placed on a woman and her place in a person's home and her place in allowing society to function and work. And without that, everything would have fallen apart. And you also, if
1: so I can jump in here,
3: you're going to help that side. Going to help that side. side. <laughs>
1: um, and in addition, you also have to put some of the historical context on this. Not say that it's not applicable for all time, but historically, in a conflict along these lines, these women were going to be raped. They were going to be possibly killed, possibly not, but they were definitely not going to be given any kind of honor or decorum or potential wife relationship, potential wealth, potential property, potential whatever. They uh, And so instead, the scriptural mandate was an effort to cool the passions that are engendered in conflict and, and allow, and, and, and intentionally... To not not just to not to protect women, but to honor them and to make sure that they were treated with respect, and that t- they are worthy of.
0: And a time frame required to right. cool off. And then and, and then determined.
1: and to your point, ironically enough, you mentioned that the last thing is that they didn't want to keep them, so to speak. They could uh, let them go. That actually is an enormous deal. I mean, in, in, there are multiple cases of you know, people being taken as slaves and they're passed down from generation to generation if they're, not, if they're not Israelis, if they're not Jews. So that means that these women were actually given status that above a typical slave, a foreign nation. So they're actually, uh, again, they're given a level, a place of respect. They're, they're, and, and more importantly, specifically that passage mentions that they're given 30 days to mourn their family. So they specifically, their rights are upheld in a society in which almost all the combatants are male, and in which, because of the type of agrarian society they live in, the men, almost 100% of the time, were going to be physically stronger than the women that they were going to be dealing with, and therefore the women were going to be a lot more at risk.
0: I feel good about that. you feel good about that? That was a really good question, by the way. You know, it's a I question. have heard
3: someone ask that
5: so...
0: It's, it's, uh, it's the questions and uh, <laughs> make it good. I
5: would say life in general was upheld to a higher standard based off the Hebrew biblical values because besides the inhabitants that were in Canaan, those outside of Canaan were given ultimatum. If we attack you, you we do have to have peace treaty with you. Are you willing to surrender? You can't cut down their um, fruit trees. You can't pillage them. If they agree to your terms, then you let them Go. Let them leave. Trying, so. Or live. Or live.
0: Cool.
1: All right. You got a question? Well, so are we going to stay in the same slope of two minutes.
0: No, I don't want to beat the dead horse here. I want to move <laughs> on and do some others. Come on.
1: Okay. You okay. got one? I was going to throw in there that, um, I mean, there are other arguments that the feminist could make. Such as you were going on the path of, of property. The other thing yes. is the fact that um, it, the scriptures repeatedly give males authority over women. For example, if a, if a woman makes a vow, it is a man, either her husband or her father, who has the right to revoke it, not her mother.
0: All
2: right,
1: good,
0: good. What say you, man?
3: If there is a problem with that type of authority, it would make sense that there would be a problem with authority in general, then. Because even over a man god is over man. the bible is clear about that too that there's always a structure of authority so if there's a problem with authority in one category there must be a problem with authority in general in which case we should probably be having a different conversation because there's no possible way that you could live in this country without being under some level of authority and whether that's the government or whether that's your job and most people wouldn't argue with that type of authority, knowing that it's put there for a reason, and so I would probably just point out that there, why should there be, why should that authority structure be singled out as bad, where every other one isn't being questioned. But
1: in this case, we're talking about inherent authority structure that's nothing to do with merit, because in your cases, you're talking about government, even kings to some degree, had, I mean, a really bad king, he's probably going to get knocked off, and someone's going to take his place. But in this case, the woman is always at the bottom. There's no chance for the woman to be on top in this scenario. Right, until she has children. No, no, no. no. I'm saying in terms of this this rule, the vow thing. The mother never gets a chance to annul the vow of her son. The
3: soldier is never going to get a chance to be the king.
0: All right, hang on a second. I just just want to make sure we're clear here. You don't have to raise your hand. You need to speak up and butt in. This is conversation right too slow so let me let me see if I understand where you're going from going to Um, I I think his point was that it's only a man that can override the vow of a woman your point I thought was great that there is a defined authority structure a judge can overrule the... Sure. Right, yeah. right. The and we king have, can and We have a lot of authority structures listed. In this particular case, though, what he's trying to bring up is, it's not like there's a woman that can override the vow of a man. If a, if a, if if a, young, if a young boy makes a vow, his mom can't overrule that. If a young girl makes a vow, her mom can't overrule that. And I think that's his point, is don't you find this just a little misogynistic? Don't you find this just leaning a little bit towards the patriarchal side? And I think your response, although good, but slightly weak, was, well, there's structure all over the place, and you're actually talking about just rebellion, basically. If, if, there, if we've got to have, I mean, we recognize that for an orderly society, there needs to be some type of hierarchical structure of authority. Somebody's always going to be in charge. You can't serve two masters. So I see where you're coming from. But I think it still begs the same question. Why is it that the girls get an out from their dads, but the girls can't get an out from their mom? And what about those little boys, making vows?
3: Well, yeah. And so all I was just trying—I'm not do trying though, to put
0: you on the spot. I'm waiting for Schmidley here to oh. step up too. he was
3: supposed to be on the feminist side, That's by the way. That
2: <laughs> is true.
0: I'm just
3: trying to help. It <laughs> is. I mean, it's an interesting question, but all I was trying to do is point out that the the opposing side is making that about gender, because that. Structure exists all over the place. It also exists between kids and their parents. So the little boy who wants to make his mom do something, biblical structure is, that's never possible either. Sure. No matter how old that little boy gets, he can never command his mom
0: to do something. And and I I see that you're trying to point out that there is a hierarchical structure. The trouble is that the Bible goes out of its way seemingly to help out the the poor girls who foolishly made a vow and they need help getting out of it. So it's either going to be their husband or it's going to be their dad. But we never hear about foolish men who make vows, foolish boys who make vows. So you can see, I think, it seems to be a little bit tainted towards
3: well women being... So, you, know. so the, the, you bring up a really good point there because I think one other way of looking at that is who gets the blame. And it's actually on the man. The man has the most responsibility in that case, which is actually protecting women more so than demeaning them. So when there is... When you have to present a case before the ultimate judge someday, or even in a case like this, before a, an earthly judge, it's the man that has to stand on trial. All right, so, so let's
0: stop there and, for a second. But Just to point out that
3: that's a role of a, that's a sacrificial role of a man in order to, again, uphold the value I, of a woman.
0: So I, I want to pause there and make it clear to all of us that this is the second time that Gregory's brought that point out, right? that what we're seemingly being presented as a problem and a bias is actually a protection or a lifting up in the value of a woman. When a man makes a stupid
3: mistake, he's an idiot, and and everyone knows it. If a woman makes a stupid mistake, a man has an opportunity to take that on himself and
0: protect her. That's good. And can you, you can there? you can you think of a spot where a man was an idiot, or let me say, fool, and a woman helped him out? Because I think that that's a really good. Deborah, wasn't yeah. Deborah? He was a Although yeah. he was, he was. I don't want to say he was a, I, well, I was I, a coward, but, but he definitely didn't step up. You're exactly right, <laughs> right. and that was uh, Barack, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Deborah, the judge, you know, made it clear. You're not going to have the glory from this from winning this battle. And the interesting part is, Deborah was the judge. Mm-hmm. Right. I wasn't thinking about that Moshe. idiot. I wasn't thinking about that one either, and I wouldn't call him an idiot. No, I mean at the time where God
3: almost killed him because he wasn't, and then Sapphira stepped in. Blood brother. Okay, groom, okay, okay. Good. That's good. That's good.
0: I don't know that he was. An idiot or a fool at that point, perhaps forgetful. I really wasn't trying the to write You're do. right. It wasn't, and his it wife can't. stepped in and did what was required by God, yes. what God had obviously already commanded, and saved his life. The fool I'm thinking it's of,
5: Mr. Fool. Yeah, uh, Mr. Fool. His name is Mr. Fool. It is. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's David. She was going to go. Kill yes. Him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, and his wife, uh, Nabal. Nabal. Nabel. Yeah. 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 And his wife.
0: Abigail. Abigail. And yes. That fool was
5: only her married name. That's right.
0: Mrs. Fool. But I could... Yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't read that one, it, I think it's a, it's a great good... Uh, but great, I, mean, I think it's, it's going back
1: to our point earlier. Yeah. It is... Wouldn't... Don't we want the CEO of the failed company to take the fall? If he's, if he's the one who's in charge and...
0: He or she, you mean.
1: Well, yes, that's true. In today's society, it's true. But in the context of this this man, Mm -hmm. um, if something in the persons that he is working with, responsible for, um, does something that he has a problem with, the responsibility should be on him.
0: Because he's responsible. Yeah, that's good. And I think you bring up a point that's normally not raised, that whether we're talking male or female, the principle of having the person in charge take the fall for a mistake and be responsible. King, CEO, whatever it may be, um, is legitimate.
1: Oh, absolutely. Interestingly enough, this couple weeks ago in the Parsha, the the, the Midrash comments that Solomon, Moses, they're pointing out, the only people in the whole world where the leaders get in trouble because the people make a mistake Right it's here. ours it's right here I'm the one who's in charge and I've got to take the blame because they give it up but that's, that's the only place because every other culture doesn't do that right so and it, and that's the, I think, yeah. based upon it is, uh leaders taking a fall would you not say
4: that it's the same even in today we see women like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Rashida Tlaib or Omar Ilhan and they are constantly under fire for what they're saying by Republicans, by the population in general. And while some of the stuff they may propose is extremist, if all they are asked to take by the public and by the media, would you not say it would
1: be harsh I mean, less harsh if it were they were men? No. I well, think but, that uh, I'll give the point out that Donald Trump has come up with a nickname for quite a few men that he also doesn't like.
3: Yeah. And you bring up the name I was about to throw out, which is, even though they have probably taken a lot of media fire, they have not even scratched the surface of the amount of media fire that President Trump has taken yeah. for even far less extreme measures. So it is, it, it, it may, it, again, there's, there's sometimes, you, you can if you're if you're a hammer you're always going to find a nail in everything right and so if you're looking for women being lambasted in the press that's all you're going to find but i think if you look more broadly you would see it is far more widespread amongst the men who are in power or seeking power than it is for the
0: women wait, wait. hang on now yeah i'm i'm
3: we're getting sidetracked
0: here. Oh. We are getting sidetracked, but you no, know, it's it's still a you know he raised well, it as a point. He raised a argument. I think the responses are well we're we're arguing bit. for society. While we're well arguing, meaning, yeah, argument. are are not arguing yeah, for society. I say, yeah, they they are not, not um, effective responses. So the fact that President Trump is getting uh, bullied by the press is not relevant in this case. It's true, but it's not relevant in this case. The fact that other men are lambasted in the press is also not relevant. I think the question posed is, these women are giving their opinion and people are disagreeing with it and and are making fun of them and so forth. you agree with my categorization, right? Um, so my response, Jump in, guys! Right? Um, my my response would be: Was there a question, or is there a problem? Someone said something publicly, and was made fun of because they said it. Well, his argument is, is that worse not, because they're women. That has not been proven. The fact that they say something, and it's ridiculous, out of context historically incorrect whatever the case might be uh, I'm just asking are you implying that they should not be corrected are you implying that they should not be um, put in their place because they were wrong and if you say yes they should be then I would say and so should any man who says something and is called on the carpet for the facts of his thing. If you say no, then I would question, well, why are we talking about women in general then at all? Because if they shouldn't be held to a righteous standard of truth, then no one should, whether they're male or female. So I think we don't, we don't even need right. to respond. I think going back
1: to where I was, I was realizing I made the mistake of going too far out there. I don't need to argue for society. I would say that my worldview, people I'm with, would say that people should be judged based on the merits of their argument. If women are being treat, mistreated by the society at large, more so because they're women than men, we, that's we should, not appropriate.
0: Then men should stand up and correct that. Right. And so should women. So should all Americans. That's good. Got another one? Give us one. And Since you seem to be on the masculine patriarchal side all the time, I, from the feminist side.
3: Okay. Yeah. So, I've, I've always this has always bothered me. It's been a real problem. But you know, only now do we see that we've finally broken through the glass ceiling in the pulpit, where for years people have been taking seriously this part in Scripture that says that women can't even speak in church, let alone teach. Finally, we've been breaking that down, but the only way that's been possible is because of feminism and of pushing for the rights that we are owed. Did God not make men and women at the same... Va- are, are we not equal? Why can't we speak up in church and someone else can just because we bear children and the other doesn't?
1: I always love how how the um, the, the, the more impassioned side always throws in completely irrelevant facts, like burying children. Yeah,
0: <laughs> was that pretty good? You guys, you We're guys practicing. got anything <laughs> there? You got a you got comeback right off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you got?
2: Oh, I would like to point out that your basis of women—that what I've learned from women not being able to prove their point or stand up and speak—is I'm, I'm assuming quite old because around when the church was originally founded that when, women
0: when was that?
2: that would be almost two actually two centuries ago
0: that's when the church began right? Is the
2: that,
0: is that when the church began? yeah oh, go ahead I'll, I'll talk to that the, the Christian, Christian
2: church yeah really um, that women were not <laughs> church. not really. Okay were not allowed or given the same education as men were, and even men were not. All men were not given the same higher education, well, higher education of that time. So, basically, the women were just not educated enough. Go ahead. That. Um, I guess, I'm guess i guessing that they were just not taken seriously. So then are
0: you so saying... To, so, to, 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 I, I want you to say, just hang on one second, just as a, as a point of um, assistance, mm-hmm. if you're going to try and hold your own in a worldview argument, two things have to happen. One, you have to know exactly what point you're trying to make, and two, you need to make it succinctly. And if you ever go into politics, you get no more than 20 seconds or 200 possibly characters. Go ahead.
1: Um, so are you saying then women are stupid? No. No, 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 no. no. Are you saying then that the Bible was written for a time period that no longer exists and we can throw that out now and women can be pastors?
0: Since women are are actually educated. They're educated actually more so. More
1: more. more, more women in the workforce today have are getting degrees bachelor's degrees than, than men anybody. have college degrees.
0: So, the Bible isn't times for you. Um, I'm
2: not. I'm not sure how, how I'm supposed to answer that. If if I say, I'm not sure what yes would mean or what no. Would <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, it's it's almost like the way you positioned your argument left you in a trench behind German territory during World War II. You go this way, machine gun. You go this way, lots of pistols. Or you forked the queen and the king with the, <laughs> with the knife. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes, you
3: very felt like a chance to move.
0: Yeah, so, um, so let me see if I can pick okay. up his point and, and help out a little bit. So um,
3: if it if, wasn't for feminism, it would have never happened we would have only had men teaching and women would have just been doorstops in every church across America. That
1: is definitely not the case. In the scriptures, we see reference to women actually having significant positions in the people of God. We see not only in the Torah or the Tanakh, we see Deborah as a judge. We also see in the Apostolic Scriptures, we have Priscilla, who is along with her husband Aquila, teaching uh uh alexander it is apollo sorry apollo Apollo. uh, in
0: alexandria and it is and it is obvious from the text
1: they're working together and she is
0: the primary speaker we
1: see we see uh moses's
0: daughter uh moses's sister miriam
1: Miriam, Uh, she's a a prophetess we see um we see um mary miriam um, and mark that uh, given roles. Can you just of, just uh, out of kids. curiosity,
3: can you tell me one of the quotes from any of those women that they taught? Oh, that wasn't written down? Codified? In scripture? Well, it wasn't important, I guess. That wasn't written down. It's kind of hard to remember the one. It's a lot
1: of men's comments that weren't written down either, but as far as... That's uh, good. That's a very good point. <laughs> it's good.
3: It's irrelevant, but it's good. Yeah. How is it? What we're talking about is the role of a woman in church. Yeah. How is the fact that nothing they said written down, codified in scripture, not relevant?
0: Well, it's, the whole thing's not relevant because um, virtually the only people you have written down are the key players in the history. We of would the say the scripture is inspired. Therefore, without, we're assuming question, that women were inspired. We know inspired? exactly, word for word, what Deborah said to Balak. Uh, to Barak, we know word for word actor, what actually, Abigail so said to David to help her husband. We know word for word what Zipporah said. They we know word wrong. for word. I can go they on and an on. Entire book named after Ruth. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm not buying that. However, I do think that. So it's when, not a value. Thing. I think what we're we're sloughing over is an order ordained by God that a man would be over a home, that he would care for, provide for his wife, and so forth. Um, And you know what? If you don't like that, I get it. If you're not appreciating what that could provide, including most of our history as a nation, I get that. That's fine. But that's the biblical worldview. It's not to put down women, but to protect them. And To give men a role that will cause them to be better men and better providers for both their family and for society. And I'm not going to apologize for the fact that men are the ones that are held to to that standard by God. And
5: and can I just jump in and say,
1: so your answer to getting men and women to to have equal value is for women to turn into men? Doesn't that just diminish what women are?
3: No, Whereas it's if biblical being able model, to. I, I think in your book, The Proverbs, it talks about a woman having wisdom on her tongue. No why problem. should it be a problem that she teaches in a church? Think about roles. Think about positions. So think and about do you, would faith. you say that a man is going to be less of a man if a woman taught? How, why would that happen? I don't
1: have I to justify. Now, that's
3: not actually the case. But I would say that, for example, we have the priesthood.
1: I cannot be a priest. Period. End of story. Doesn't matter how much I know, doesn't matter how brilliant I am. Doesn't matter how spectacularly dynamic and charismatic I am. Done. End of story. Because there is a system that God put in place where, if you're a son of Aaron through Pinkes through Zadok, now in this one family tree, you get to be a priest. Period. End of story. Now, in the same model, the same setup that allows for diversity of roles. Because by not allowing me to be a priest, it allows me to focus on all the other things that I can be. I can be a singer. I can be a farmer. I can be a businessman. I can be a king when I am a king. But I can be a lot of different things. The point is, just not over the Jews. Yeah. The, right. right. But the point is, this gives me freedom and focus to be able to do the things that I am best at, and that I have been genetically designed to be best at, and that God has the best plan for me to find that plan it might be people want not look at it all the time what does god want for me well i know
0: one thing he doesn't want for me that's a that the picture that's a really good perspective i'm still leaning on the fact that i don't have to justify what god said <laughs> i really don't that's Did the god biblical worldview that's what the bible has can you show me where god said that women can't teach I would prefer not to show you where women women can't teach because we already know that women must teach. The question is not the role, it's the audience. That a woman would teach a man undermines the whole hierarchy that protects civilization. But again. If we want to look at what the biblical model is, I'm more than happy to do that. If you want me to argue against the biblical model, then you want me to argue against God. And that's a problem. Because now, again, this is twice for you, we seem (laughs) to be moving towards this rebellion thing where uh, if it says A, I want B. If it says B, then I want A. I want anything other than what the biblical model presents.
1: And and to your point earlier about women not being quoted in Scripture, actually there are multiple women who have way more, we don't have, how many words did Bartholomew get quoted up? He's one of the disciples. We even we barely know the guy's name. In fact from one one what one, about one, the one mag- call Thaddeus We didn't what, even know his real name. What about but the magnificat
0: is, of Miriam? we've got a whole chapter.
1: the point is that because there is a role distinction here and you have a, and you have teachers versus uh, like such as uh, some of the, the disciples. Then there's the women who are in a different different group. Okay, but that allows their roles to shine. The women are the ones bringing the spices in the in the in the early morning. In fact, the women are actually the ones who are praised as being as being faithful. The women exists, are you know, the first are ones
0: to whom the master showed himself.
1: So there is opportunity there for uh, Dorcas. She's, uh, she's, a, she's, a, she's a, a wealthy woman. She's able to provide for the, for the community. Lydia. She's able to... a purple. It's that same name, actually. different. I uh, know. Anyway, yes. <laughs> but the point is to say that like, by, 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 focus, by allowing men and women to find roles associated to them, it's not a matter of value, like one is better than mm-hmm. the other. It's a matter of difference. And the mistake we make is when we try to say that the only way for women to have the same value is for them to become men. That only destroys their value. It means the only thing that's valuable is to be a man, and that is not what God meant when well, He I made like man. That's and he that's, well that's it, a great argument. Well,
3: it actually you you actually made that more about gender than about the roles, though, because I wasn't arguing about being a man. I was arguing about being able to teach, which is actually merit-based, going back to what we were saying before. So it we're has not nothing to do with teaching. wanting actually, to be you're a man. Talking about you're talking it actually is just. No, it talks about, I just mean teaching. In fact, but if still, you extend your worldview outside of the church, you are undermining every college, every high school, every education institution by saying that yeah, women... Not, in not exactly. To question, because in answer to question, there's no
1: biblical I- I, uh, instruction against teach. teaching. Yeah.
0: Women can teach. It's just who they're teaching.
1: And not even, with, I would say even where, really, is what it matters. We're talking about leadership. Leadership of the people of God is a position that is held for man. The shall not speak in in, in church reference, so to speak, I'm paraphrasing grotesquely here, um, is All not... Paul does
0: not allow a woman to teach a man.
1: In that context, I right. think is different.
3: And, and what would you say is that context?
1: And I would say, I think it is an authority context. And because, for example, I, we clearly see Deborah providing guidance... Uh, Balak. Balak. Barak. Uh, Barak. Sorry, Barak. Balak's bad. Yeah. Balak is good. You know, um, yeah, there's an LR thing going on there. Um, Barak. And yet, at the same time, Barak was the commander of the military. Like, He didn't have to take her advice, whatever. He, she wasn't in authority over him, but she was certainly allowed to be his counsel. You see over and over again that women are certainly capable of providing advice or suggestions. Or, or, or guidance, I think we even any hear that his sons are repeatedly told in Proverbs to heed the instruction of their mothers.
0: Any, so man, do you disagree? any man who has been married for any amount of time recognizes that more wisdom is going to come from his wife than any other person he's going to meet. So then do you disagree with a woman
3: who is a PhD teaching an 18-year-old college student? I that's a think, role of authority. I don't, I don't
1: think personally that people should go to college, but that's a totally different discussion. Do you think altogether. that
3: it's inappropriate for a woman to be a judge in our country? That's no. a role of authority. I don't think and it's for a most woman is going either. to be So those are all roles of authority, and that seems to be okay. the opposite of what you were saying. That you were saying the Bible says a no, woman no, no, shouldn't a be in authority. authority over a man.
1: God, God has his own structure and setup that he puts in place, and I think when, we can see that.
0: When you've got. Um, When you've got a situation, we can look at what is possible and what is best. Is it best for a woman to be in charge over a man? The biblical record demonstrates that that is not the best. You may not like that. Deal with it. So even in the case of Deborah and Barak, she makes it clear, you're taking, you're taking counsel here from a woman, you know, and because you want me to go, you're not going to get the credit for this. I'm going to get the credit for this. And she's in implying, that's not the best. That's not the way it should be. Can a woman be a justice in our country? Absolutely. Do I personally think it's best? Do I think it's the worldview that's presented by the scripture? No, I don't. Are they capable? Absolutely. Is it wise for them to be judges? Is it wise for them to be in positions of authority and have all the pressure to take care of and run a company? No, I don't think it's wise. I don't think they were built for that. Can they do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would I recommend that a woman do that? No, I wouldn't. Is it legal? Can you do it in our country? Is there anything stopping a woman from doing that? Absolutely not. So if and we're that's talking, only
3: possible because we forsook the biblical worldview regarding that. No, because no. according to you, you're just saying that the Bible is filled with a bunch of suggestions for how it should be, as opposed no, to an authoritative. I'm saying
0: that book. there's a difference between a theocracy and a democratic republic. And, and thank our goodness Democratic for that, Republic, so that women actually have a shot if they well, are if, capable. If I think most women would be capable, as I think most men would be, I wouldn't. It's not a question of gender. It's like Martin Luther King. The doc was right. Let's look at people on the basis of their character, not on the color of their skin. Why don't we look at the people you're talking about based on their actual? That's attributes, the, rather that's my than worldview. on their
3: gender. Yeah. That's my worldview. Is it really? Your worldview is saying we should absolutely look at the gender.
0: I am not. I'm saying that the biblical worldview
3: in a theocracy...
0: Delineates
3: between genders.
0: Absolutely. And so do we.
3: But I'm not. I'm saying it should be based on merit. You,
0: I appreciate the reference to it, Martin Luther King. It should be based on merit, <laughs> no question about it. However... If you look at our country, because, I mean, if you're arguing that we should be doing this, I'm arguing we already are. We have half the justices of the Supreme Court are women. There are almost as many women that are now in charge of companies than men. And I would argue that's because of feminism, not Christianity. I would argue it's because women started going to school and stepped up. And men Because not. some
3: brave women. men did
5: not.
0: Hmm.
5: And that's biblical. Where men are weak, women can rise up in that place. And that's biblical. And that's what happens. Oh. Same, thing Deborah, act, act. same thing with Deborah and Barak. So yes, yeah, right. right. And that's biblical. And I think God allows for that and ordains for that. That's he good. Was.
0: Great, great, so. uh, great comments, man. A little but too I, much did, much I do fun. think, though, so. as we get to
1: the end here, one of the key elements of this discussion, this, this, this discussion just now, that I think is something that we can... You were starting to fall back on, I think is an appropriate response. That's fine if you want to say the biblical model is not what you like. That's my position. You can say whatever position you want. I'm only defending my position. And ultimately, as you said, what God said, I can't argue with. So if you don't like what God said, go find your own God. But I mean, there's only one, and I recommend you follow him.
0: Yeah. So... Um, I, I don't want us to get off track. We've only got a few minutes. Um, great, great, great comments. I think. I think we we we're going to fall into the trap of defending a worldview and denying a reality. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's okay. easy to the, uh, on this
3: reality, side. It's actually easy to kind of like bat around yeah. a bunch of different arguments, yeah. and I think we did best when we stayed focused on just the core. Yeah. It's like, but that's just what God said. I mean, I, what, what do you, you know, which is, you want from me? Which is a yeah. little bit... Yeah. I, I We're mean,
0: defending a worldview, and the worldview is this is the way God laid it out, and by definition we agree that that is best. Do you like it? Apparently that's not. irrelevant. <laughs> right, but... That's and I, the worldview.
3: And, right, and I think we well... To point out the benefits of it, right. because it could be misconstrued as discriminatory, or, right, sure. or that. But, well, but so I love the idea of saying it, instead of just believing. Why, it,
0: that's probably problem. why the feminist argument started right, in the right, first place right, because right, right. it's perceived I, I really, that. Really,
3: I like Prejudice where we're saying right. God said it. That's it. But I like saying. But let me tell you why it's brilliant yeah. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. really good I, yeah. I definitely I will admit took that note that I got that. some of those
1: comments from, uh, from a woman actually uh, she had a blog post about this very topic and she's not as conservative as me but close and that was one of her main things was saying as soon as we turn men, women into men we lose the value of women
0: and and what is it that the transgender argument is trying to do right now we've got men that want to turn into women no, You've got no, women that easy. want to turn into men you know, yeah. and, you, you know, biologically, scientifically, we've got 23 chromosomes. But, you got two X's, or you've got an X and a Y. It's as simple as that. And, and, and and and
1: it's well kind of like the two old two phrase ones. you've heard, if everyone is special, then nobody is
0: special. That's right. Yeah. yeah, let's give trophies to everybody. Um, I do think that there's two sides of the argument, and we need to determine where we want to argue. One is what, is, what is the biblical worldview? And I do think, to your point, it's really important. If we're going to present that, like you guys did, we have to present why it's wise. Because it is wise. It's a cop-out. It means we don't know enough if we just say, well, that's what God said. So, take it or leave it. We can do better. (laughs) Right. The other side of the argument is, I think, more of a logical argument and a reality argument. And I think that's where we went with Joshua a little bit ago. That the reality is, in this country, that you've already got equality. You want to break through the glass ceiling? You've broken through the glass ceiling. It's like uh, the three congresswomen that you mentioned... um, showing up in the first couple of days they're wearing white because they had finally broken through, as if we didn't have any female congresspeople or any justices of the Supreme Court or senators that were women prior to their arrival. What a terrible thing to try and portray about the women that went before them who actually demonstrated their patriotism, their knowledge of the law, and their ability and willingness to serve the American public, it, it was just rude. So I, I think we can argue in a lot of cases where America may not be perfect, but darn it, we've come a long way. When, we've, when we realize something's wrong, we, as a people, fix it.
1: And to the, to the feminist point, ironically enough, do you know who fixed it?
0: Republicans.
1: More specifically, men. Men.
3: Because women
0: didn't have power. That's right. Who gave women the
3: vote? Well, men. That's See, I guess I was kind of trying to do this a little bit because I do think that's also a little bit of a trap. And I said it before as I was playing the role of a feminist, but I, I don't know how much we want to go down that route because it does seem that it's in opposition to the biblical worldview. Up. Again, like there, we Again, do right. not see like, author- women authority figures sure. over men, like you yeah. just enumerated. Again, and so I don't I, know if that's I think we've good- got
0: two different things that we can argue here. That's okay. why I'm trying to you know yeah, bring that right. me. We can present the biblical worldview, and we should be able to articulate why it's wise, and why it makes sense. But there's also the argument that women should have equal pay. What a ridiculous thing to say! I'm sorry. Have you been in a coma? Women have equal pay. It's a federal law. If you know anybody who's doing the same work as a man and is not getting paid the same amount, let me know. I'll go to court with them. That's like saying, we shouldn't let felons have guns. Felons can't have guns. (laughs) It's already a federal law. We've got 23,000 of those. Do
4: we still have a moment to continue? I'm sorry? Do we still have a moment to continue? Yes. So while under federal law we are mandated and we receive equal pay and equal taxes on our pay and everything would you how do you what's your ideas on countering the idea that there is still some angst as you would put it against women in the workplace so while we may receive equal pay there's i, mean, I still feel that there is some pushing aside of women in the workplace.
0: Hmm. That so you're saying that uh, some women are being denied opportunities. They're being pushed aside and men are taking those opportunities.
4: Not pushed aside, but that they are them. not have they don't have the same
0: opportunities.
5: Okay. Opportunities. They are listened to as well. They're not as respected. They're not as respected. You know, I'll give an example of my workplace. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very abrupt whenever I deal with my own work. Whether it's male or female, I don't delineate between the sexes. Whenever I have a problem or request, I go directly to somebody and ask them and then walk away. We had a new um, engineer, it's a female, who I didn't treat her any different. I would go the same way. I would ask her tough questions. I would um, ask her for um, assistance in difficult matters. And sometimes I didn't say, hey, how was your day or whatever. But because I didn't go through these social norms, she thought I was discriminating against her. Me being a male, I was dominating over her. But I was actually treating her mm-hmm. exactly like I treat everyone else. But she perceived that it was a ma- um, um, massive um, what was the word? Misogynistic. Misogynistic, thank you. Um, act on my part. Mm-hmm. And whenever I heard that, I was shocked, and I actually was hurt. Because to me, the greatest honor for her was me seeing her as equal to me, and thus being able to st- step up and answer these questions and assist me a- as equals. But she saw it, and I, sometimes I think it's just a misperception of society. And that if you are insecure in that area, maybe it's because you were raised insecure that that can come out, but that does not mean that's actually what's being expressed. I
0: I think it's a great example, and I I think it it raises the point um, if you feel like you're being uh, disrespected, or you don't have as much respect as someone else, there's a couple of things that could be going on. One, it could be your perception, and it could be totally wrong. It could also be that you actually are right. You don't have as much respect as someone else. That someone else may have been in the job for 20 years longer than you. And what you need to do in order to gain respect is earn it. That's tough, I know. I get it. Suck it up. Deal with it. Um, The third one could be that you're actually being discriminated against. And I would encourage that person who has evidence that that's the case we already have laws in the books it's against the law and most companies have policies oh that my goodness that yeah. yeah but and to the point we're trying honestly.
1: to get i mentioned earlier like you're saying you mentioned the word misogynistic from our biblical worldview misogyny is wrong absolutely exactly. we don't we don't consider women to be less valuable or to see women as or to see or to dislike women in or fact to see women as threats in or fact dangerous just
0: the opposite if there were a live shooter event well, we've got a Bellatora thing going on, who who are we going to be protecting besides the children? The women. Yeah. Why? Because
3: they have more value than we do. When you're on a sinking ship, you let the women and children get in those lifeboats first Absolutely. before you get on. That's the tight Because yeah. they yeah. are more valuable. Amen.
1: Well, and ultimately, I think we talked before... We, the biblical model of male and female created made in God's image is the end-all, be-all when it comes to value and worth. The way that those two people express God's image is going to be genetically inherently different. It has to be. It has to be. I cannot nurse children. Thank goodness. You wouldn't want to see that. So, you know, mm. my
0: point I being... I can't get that picture out of my head already. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> my goodness.
5: My point being...
1: That um, that's not what God made me to do. And that's okay. That is something that my wife gets to do. And, you know, thank goodness. She's good at it. And it gives her a connection to our children in a wonderful way. And that's fantastic. And that is one of the special things about being a woman. God gave me something else to do that's special. That's fine. Together, we are God's image. But if we both try to look the same, we're only half of God's image.
0: Amen. Amen. I'm tired. That was good. I'd like us. Uh, I'd like us to do this again. We're going to go through a couple more classes on uh, different things, and then we'll uh, we'll come back. Do you have a, to a sport next week? I don't, because I didn't know where we'd get. So but Gregory seems to. You no,
3: know, I remember I was mentioning. I was telling Dad it seems like a hot topic right now in the debate circle is big business. <laughs> I thought that would be an interesting one.
0: Big business. What like. does our
3: biblical worldview, how does our biblical worldview respond to people attacking industry, business, and wanting to pile on additional regulations on how much money people can make,
2: how much control they have right. okay. of their companies? So,
0: so we got like 15 different topics there. So, oh, sorry. Are we talking about capitalism versus... Socialism? Yes. Mm. Okay. Capitalism versus socialism. We've also got, I think you mentioned in there... The the concept of free enterprise, yes, uh, the role of limited government versus a lot of government oversight,
3: maybe, right? Maybe maybe we could put because that you're right that in and of itself is actually a really
0: big topic. Sure, but we've got a lot. There. Maybe and just then, the other free market be there, would be Prager University is currently in a lawsuit against Google because they're violating their free speech rights. Which constitutional? Good for you, for Amendment. So their First Amendment rights are being violated, they say, by Google, because some of their videos are being restricted from the very people they want to see them because they're considered violent hate or speech. religious or hate speech, or you know, these kind of things. Um, so I'd, I'd love to chat about that as well. Um, again, we kind of lose focus, I think, if we start arguing for America, which, it, you know, I I want to be as patriotic as the next guy forget that, that's wrong, that was a lie I want to be so overly patriotic next to the next guy that the next guy feels like a (laughs) weenie. so I get it, I'm I'm all for America but I don't know that our our time together is is most wisely spent arguing for the American way truth, justice, and the American way but rather for a a biblical world I I
1: actually have
0: a YouTube here that we can play next week on whether Jesus promoted socialism,
1: that would be of interest. I mean, I'm thinking like in general um, of to personal property, wealth. I do think that that is also part, a big part of this. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, the I, whole, the reason the whole I bring it up, rich people are bad. Kind of well, thing. not just
1: people bad, but what is the role of a wealthy person in society? Does there is there wealth? Do they, should they have to? I mean, you know, like socialism versus capitalism. In large part, is based on the principle or the idea that somehow. Wealthy people got their money illegitimately or whatever, and We're they, have a, they have a responsibility to basically be on equal footing with poor people, make sure that the poor people are raised up and they're lowered so they're all the same. Hmm. And it's kind of like, well, but that inherently argues that there's no value in... Well, let's, you
3: know. let's And I, I bring that up not because I just think it'd be cool to talk about being an American. It was more because I anticipate that in the college campuses of today... With how much media the election is getting because of our current president and everyone trying to get him out of oh, office, and these and gentlemen and are going to be and for the three
0: ladies. I, I beg your pardon. I have no idea what their moral character is like. I beg your pardon. The three women that uh, he mentioned that are Congress uh, women, um, their their view is strict socialism, as as are I guess all twenty of the Democratic. Um, Actually, tenders. believe it or not, oh. Joe Biden is the moderate in the room, which is yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. Anyway, that, that was the only reason I brought it up is because I could anticipate I would, a time when, when these gentlemen would no. be faced with an argument, yes. like a, basically like a Christian perspective on this. Like, how could you disagree with the what, with Taking the prevailing wisdom more. of today? Sure. Socialism is the way to go. How could you think anything else? This is the you know trying yeah. to. Yeah basically bully them into the whole yeah that's a, i don't yeah. know it that was just a
0: suggestion. do you want
1: children to go to bed hungry
0: thanks for that <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to pray for all of you <laughs> father god save these men save them from socialism okay father we are glad for uh, the opportunity to come together and to debate these issues and i'm grateful for each one here being put on the spot and coming up with stuff so quickly and um I just I've been blessed, and I'm, I'm I'm a better man for it. I pray, Father, that those who listen uh, would get a, a perspective that is helpful for them, and uh, for those that uh, think we we just kind of fluffed it and it was a swing and a miss and uh, just a bunt. I pray, Father, that uh, they would write to us and uh, questions at menoftorah.com, and uh, that they would express their their concerns about our perspective, that we might even have more dialogue. Father, bless these uh, these people. Bless them for the time they put in to study and to to be here. I pray that uh, you'd bring us back again next week, fresh and ready to argue and defend the faith with gentleness. Father, we thank you. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, and
5: our Lord. Amen. Amen.